Us wives keep a lot to ourselves, and some of those post-game hugs aren't just because we miss our husband or because we're happy for them. Those hugs remind us that we're in this together, that we're in the right place at the right time, and that we were made for this, and that it's all going to be okay. This is Kayla Fox, and you're listening to The Coach's Wife Podcast. Welcome to the Coach's Wife Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from what it's really like being married to a coach, how we deal with critical fans, the ministry of the coaching family, and everything in between. I'm your host, Kayla Fox, wife of a high school football coach and founder of the Fly Fox Apparel, a Coach's Wife boutique. Whether you're on your way to team dinner or picking up the slack at home while coach is at work, huddle up and rest assured you can find joy and community as a coach's wife, and it can all start right here. Hey friends, it's Kayla Fox, your host of the Coach's Wife podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. Today we are going to talk about that oh-so-coveted post-game hug and kiss. <laughs> all coaches' wives have experienced it at one point or another. Some of us are lucky enough to have had pictures taken of it for us to frame and hang on to forever. But for those of you on the outside looking in who are thinking, what is the big deal? Well, friend, I'm about to tell you. But before I do, I'd like to remind you to please be sure you're subscribed to this show. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, your kind rating and review can get us into the ears of hundreds and even thousands more coaches' wives who need encouragement. Guys, I'm like you. I've listened to a lot of podcasts and not left a review just because who has the time for that or what would I even say? But I'm here to tell you this podcast can only keep going if those ratings and reviews continually come in. So pause for a second, click that fifth star, and tell us what you love about the show or what your favorite episode has been or why someone should listen. Taking that one minute out of your day could change the life of another coach's wife forever. Boom. Now that you did that, <laughs> I'm assuming that you did. Thank you, by the way. Let's talk about making out on the field with our husbands after the big game. <laughs> oh, okay, so maybe the makeout sessions are probably best for another location. But seriously, is there any rush like running out into the arms of your man right after a big win? Or even after a loss, I'm like, man, I can remember a few of the losses that stung and I was so anxious just to get out there and hug and cry with him. There have been some games that felt like that field has just been like holy ground because we've stood there and prayed and celebrated. Or I've had to remind coach that he really is the right one for this job, even on the days that it didn't feel like it. Some deep, beautiful words are whispered during that embrace that coaches' wives will forever cherish. And communities will never hear, even though they watch this moment go down week after week after week. I've had a lot of memorable post-game hugs and kisses after wins and losses in my nine years as a coach's wife, but there's one that always stands out and means more to me than any of them. 
And we've had some big ones. There was Coach's first game as a head coach where we won against a team that we hadn't beat in years. Gosh, that was like so freaking exciting. I still I'll remember every detail about that game. Then there was the time that we first lost in the last round of playoffs. And honestly, guys, we just went out there and we both just cried and we couldn't even bring ourselves to get off the grass. There was the hug that we shared after a game where honestly... I don't even remember if we won or lost because we had just learned that Brett's dad was losing his battle to Alzheimer's, and we literally hopped in the car after the game and drove straight to the nursing home to say goodbye. But like I said, there still was one hug and kiss after a game that I will always remember. It was our first season as a head coach at this school. So our first round of playoffs, we drew a really tough team that had already beat us once during the regular season. Coach and I had had our little guy, Levi, and we had been trying all season for baby number two. Trying for a baby during football season felt like a joke because he was rarely home. Plus, I'd had some complications after our first baby that made conceiving our second much more difficult. Anyway, month after month after month, I was just getting negative tests and my period would start. And of course, I just felt so disappointed and sad. And honestly, I was scared that maybe it wouldn't even ever happen again for us, which Seems laughable now, I'm sure, to a lot of you because we ended up with four kids in a short amount of time, but it felt really heavy at the time. I mean, we didn't know how this was going to turn out, and it just it felt scary. It was a lot. So by the time that we drew our first sectional playoff team, I knew there was a chance that I could be pregnant. I also knew that it was one of Brett's most stressful weeks of the year, preparing his guys for the game. So when I took a pregnancy test early in the week, I noticed a faint positive line, and I squealed with excitement, but I just kept it to myself. I don't know why exactly. I think there was part of me that still wanted to see the line get a little bit darker because I knew it was still early. Plus, I remember thinking if I showed this to Brett, he'd be like, what line? (laughs) Because men never really see it. And I knew he had a lot on his mind already. So for four days, I kept it to myself. And for four days... I took tests, and for four days, I had faint positives. Then game day came, and the biggest game we would have had so far, it was awesome. The game that Brett was losing sleep over all week long was finally here. And I woke up that morning feeling so excited, not only because I believed they could actually win, but I also believed I was going to be telling him the next day about baby number two on the way. But everything changed when I went to the bathroom. Like, we all know how this goes sometimes, right? Instead of taking another test in hopes seeing the line get a little bit darker, my period had come. And I didn't understand. Those tests were still tucked away in my drawer, and all of them still had two pink lines, even though one of them was faint. But today, it didn't matter. Because something didn't stick. Our baby didn't stick. My progesterone levels were still clearly too low to maintain a pregnancy, so it didn't matter how many supplements I was taking. It still didn't work. I sat in our hallway and cried for hours, maybe? I don't even know. I remember I still had to take care of Levi, but he was always one that just liked to sit and play with Train. So as he was playing, I remember just like staring off in the distance in complete disbelief. At some point, I'm sure he demanded my attention, so I got up and somehow went about my day. That night, I remember taking him to a friend's house, and my parents and I drove up to the game, and in classic Indiana fashion, guys, we sat on a Friday night in October. 
outside as it snowed on us <laughs> as we cheered on our boys. And somehow, some way, we won. I remember charging the field, like searching for coach. And when I finally found him, we ran towards each other and I jumped up and I wrapped my arms and legs around him and he spun me around and it felt like we were in a movie, but we were both just laughing and crying. And it wasn't until the next night that I finally told him what had happened. And of course, he felt terrible that I hadn't told him sooner. But again, I knew it was early and we had a lot going on. And for those who are wondering, it was only about three weeks later that we learned we were expecting our Caroline. And gosh, I can't imagine life without her. But I say all of this just to say it's funny how post-game hugs are so much more than a congratulatory hug. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes in a coaching family that most will never know about. Unless you talk about it on a podcast to thousands of people like I do. (laughs) But man, those moments are precious and they mean more to coaches' wives than anyone will ever realize. Because even our husbands don't always understand what our week before that night was like. Us wives keep a lot to ourselves and some of those post-game hugs aren't just because we miss our husband or because we're happy for them. Those hugs remind us that we're in this together, that we're in the right place at the right time, and that we were made for this and that it's all going to be okay. Can I encourage you to do something? If you're a coach's wife and you've got someone sitting near you during a game you feel comfortable with, can I encourage you just to ask them to snap a few pictures of you after the game of this very moment for you? Or maybe you're not a coach's wife, but you support your friends that are. And gosh, guys, if you just took a few pictures or even a little 15 second video on your phone of your friend running out to her husband after a game, that would mean the world to her. Because it's so much more than a post-game hug. It's reassurance, it's validation, and it's motivation to keep going. So keep running out there, ladies. Keep kissing his face and telling him you're proud of him. And until next time, I'll be over here cheering you on. If this episode encouraged you today, I'd love it if you'd take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. Your downloads and feedback will help me to deliver the best content that meets you right where you are. If you're a coach's wife who could use a little pep talk once in a while, check out the Fly Fox Apparel. It's a coach's wife boutique and online community designed to bring joy and encouragement to every coach's wife. To learn more, head to theflyfoxapparel.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook at theflyfoxapparel. That's F-L-Y-F-O-X apparel.